Check, 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 check. <laughs> Don't fuck up my chords, Bill. Check one, two, check one, two. Blah, blah. <laughs> look, my head doesn't even. <laughs> I look so much bigger than you right there. <laughs> look at the size of my body compared to the size of your body. I'm going to become fucking anorexic after this episode. <laughs> Oh my God! So I was Bill. in I was in Detroit, and uh, my friend who I hadn't seen in a long time. He's like a forty five year old dude. Shout out Bruiser Wolf. He's like, come on. <laughs> this is Bill Hicks, everybody. He the first thing he says to me. I haven't seen him in over a year. The first thing he says to me is, "Damn, you got fat." <laughs> I was That's like, a good friend. I, was, I know. I was like, "You're the first person to say it to me, so thank you." Yeah. But also, you're an asshole. Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> oh, Bill. This Here. is my work, Bill. We can't. Bill, what's he doing? Is he ignoring you? You were describing your devil's threesome earlier, and I think this is exactly how it started. Uh, did, I, did I ever? Did I finish telling you about that? No, I don't think. Did you I not? Did. No. Are we recording? Is this recording? I just hit record. There we go. Okay, cool. Uh, so this happened. Long. I was like eighteen, and uh, me and my good friend. Uh, so I was like actively fucking this one chick. And, uh, so she, we were sitting on the couch and then my buddy's over there and the girl's in between us and she like starts like rubbing my dick, but then she's like rubbing his dick with her foot. So like her feet are on him and like touching his crotch and shit. And then she's over here on me and I'm like looking at my buddy. I'm like, <laughs> like, what should we like, should we both fuck this girl? And then when he was like, he kind of was like, huh? I was like, ah. And so we get her into the room though, and uh, we're like, we're like both like, so I'm like going down on her, and he's like playing with her titties, and then like, so I tried to as a joke, I tried to say on stage like his dick touched my thigh or something, <laughs> and we were like we can't do it, but what really happened was like I just like brushed up against him or something, and we just both started laughing, and we couldn't do it. That's a real. Th Have you ever been with like too serious of a girl, and then you like crack a joke while fucking, and they get? Uh, Did she get up? She got upset. Oh, uh, she got up and left, and then I woke up. I woke up next to Darren. <laughs> almost said his name. I woke up next to my buddy, just like staring right at him. Like, you were oh. holding each other's dicks. Yeah, I was like, "Oh God, you know, what happened to the girl?" <laughs> and then I woke up, made him get out of the bed, and I went and got the girl and made her come in the bed. I was like, "You get out. Me and her are gonna finish what we started." And then you dated her after that. We didn't date. We fucked. Oh, oh, I thought this was like that's good. Yeah, I never dated this what girl. What are you doing? <laughs> He's trying to lick me. He has his hand on my leg. He's like, what? We're just a couple guys having fun? <laughs> it's not gay when you're on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bill. Oh, my God. Can we talk about that that chick we saw last night? Uh, wait, which one? Outside oh, the... <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Oh, my God. Stomping around like a baby deer screaming. All right, so we're getting Chinese food after a late night mic. Yeah. And, and this is also in downtown Austin. In downtown Austin. Which is, if you've never been here, it's, there's a lot going on. Yeah, I was like, oh, I don't need to watch Mad Max again. This is yeah. already. Yeah, is it? yeah. 
It's they don't call it dirty six for nothing, dude. I saw a woman pouring a nail polish like color over her head and really? screaming like a like a she was being lit on fire. <laughs> <laughs> it's just pink, yeah, like a fucking like pink and bedazzle, like all down. Dude, so anyway, I've seen more times, more times than I even care to remember. I've seen people get naked. Mm. Like uh, just the so I, I work at Vulcan on six, you know, and and it's every week. I work the weekends, so I see it at its worst, right? Um, last weekend, I'm standing out front of Vulcan, and this homeless lady who's a reg, she's like a regular homeless lady. She's around all the time. She got past yeah, being yeah, homeless. She's, yeah, she's a regular. She's a past homeless person. Yeah, yeah she's she's in it for the long haul. <laughs> she's and a tenured homeless dude, person. She, she is. She has got her. She's got her uh, PhD. Uh, pretty homeless. Dumbass. <laughs> I'm mad at that one. Yeah. <laughs> but dude, she just pulled her pants down, and I thought she was going to shit right by the door. Mm. But luckily, she didn't. When's the first time you saw, like, a naked person? Like, when I, like here? No, just, like, in life. Oh, I was on, I, I was I on Lonely Man's yesterday, and he, you know, Jesse uh, Burlingame, shout out. Worked with Tech Nine, and the first time I ever saw titties was at a Tech Nine concert. Yeah, I was gonna say the first time I saw titties in pub, like in the wild, like that was at a it was at a, a rock some rock concert. Because uh, it was when I was sixteen. Because I remember I drove my truck to Little Rock, and it was my first time like getting to like be out. You know, yeah, like you're sixteen. What was the like, concert? It was like a, a a day festival, so there was like. 15 bands like there was like it was like a radio festival so it was like at the time it would have been like you know like shine down puddle of mud you know like radio, so these are a lot of titties rock. with tattoos on them. yeah <laughs> like a lot of and a lot a lot of uh missing uh, ob- teeth a lot of mi- obituaries on the tit yeah, exactly <laughs> a cross on one tit and obituary on the other uh, a lot of tribal tattoos mm. <laughs> <laughs> huh bill uh, but so, anyways, that lady last night, though. Oh, oh, yeah, was yeah, fucking yeah. Freaking out, like just scr- smart stomping around and slamming her phone on the poor. Uh, but she wasn't a homeless person. No, she was, and she was kind of hot. Yeah, she was like, oh, all right, just imagine like a regular frat or like sorority chick she smokes honestly, crack for the first yeah, time. Dude. She was stomping and she, spinning, and she was like, ah, Kyle, ah, where is Kyle? Remember, she goes, "You, we're in the middle of Austin. I've never been here before." <laughs> and then cut to Kyle across the street on the phone looking for her, and he's just a regular frat bro. Yeah, yeah. And I oh, wanted and had, a, had a freshly rolled blunt, in and his she's hand. literally like slamming on the counter of the restaurant. You need to help me find Kyle. And I wanted to scream at him, just go. But yeah, he's yeah. like, "I'm over here," and she turns. <laughs> He walks across the street and she just hucks a water bottle and he at him. Caught it. He caught it, and Mason and I just started cheering. Yeah. We're like, "Yeah, that was a and, good catch." And she just goes, she, "Stop laughing at me!" Dude, you know, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of like, so her her uh, energy and like in that moment the. 
what the magnitude of what she thought was going on didn't match what was really going on, no. which is that he was just across the street <laughs> and, and, and we're all just trying to order food peacefully. <laughs> and then, you know, it's bad when that weird cracked out janitor comes out <laughs> yeah. and he's like, lady, what did you smoke? Um, this dude had just come from smoking a pipe dude. in the back and he's like, what the she fuck? She smoked something. Dude, dude, he, he, <laughs> not, not she's drunk. He literally, what you smoke? And then, oh my God. So she throws the water bottle at him and then jumps on him and like starts hugging him. And we're like, he's totally going to get his dick sucked later. Or cut off. (laughs) It's one or the other. And they start walking away and they're like cracked out janitor dude is literally like, watch out for her. Yeah. Watch out. And he's like, I'm not listening to this crack yet, even though he's totally right. Dude, dude, remember his face? He was, he was like, "Would you smoke?" It was, it was more like he wanted to smoke it too. I yeah. never. One of my biggest things is I never want to make a fool of myself in public. Mm-hmm. Like or, I'll make a fool involved. of my stage on stage. A uh, fool of myself on stage. I also don't want to be involved with someone making a fool of themselves either. Oh no! Have you ever been on a date with someone who causes a scene? I've been out with people who. Who we were with other people whose girlfriend caused the scene. Mm. Like I've never been the one with a girlfriend that caused the scene, uh, but I have seen scenes get caused. Yeah, which is never good. It makes everyone embarrassed. It makes it awkward for everybody involved. See, I've also I never like I've never fought. Like I've never gotten in a fight. Like a like fist a, fight? Like a bar fight. Just like, fuck you, buddy. When fuck I, you. <clears throat> dude, when I moved to Boston, I saw more f- bar fights than I've ever seen before. The day I got to Scotland, I saw two dudes fist fighting on the street. It was like 2 a.m. And then they just, they both like, <laughs> they both, so itchy, oh, you're fucking two knuckles deep up in <laughs> that. Christ, really, really something's <laughs> he's itching his nose so hard he's tickling his clit. Oh, <laughs> he's fucking... I had to scratch my brain. <laughs> but these two dudes fist fight and neither of them win. They're like both standing and then they just hug it out and yeah. go back in and get beer. That's what's that's what that's what it's called to be a man. <laughs> but, but, so Scott, did you go to the Fringe Festival? No, no, I just went out there. Oh, okay, when? This was like probably four or five years ago when oh, I was okay. in college. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Uh, would you ever go to that Fringe Festival? Yeah, one hundred, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Yeah, I'd like to go. I have. I, I knew quite. I knew like uh, a handful of people from here that all went. So they also do theater there. I'm good for now. And I, I don't want to uh, be completely <laughs> retarded. And I <laughs> and I used to write plays and shit. <laughs> Gay. <laughs> Why don't you go put your fucking leotard on while you're at it? <laughs> There's certain shit I just can't say. I I do think about this. Like I hang out with some of the like most gangster rappers in the world, and then the next day I'll wake up and I'll do yoga and I'll be listening to fucking. 
<laughs> right go, in place. Go for a, like, did you go for a run today? No, no, I was too hungover from last have night. Have you been? Do you have you ran since you've been here? No. Oh, okay. I've wanted to go to the gym, but I've been too lazy because we've been out drinking. Yeah, we after this it. motherfucker. He knows how to party. <laughs> I don't. I like. I can. I can outsmoke you even. Like, yeah, I yeah, just, for sure. I can just keep going. But with drinking, like, we had four shots last night and three beers, and I was. I woke up. I stayed in bed till two. Yeah, I, I didn't get up till. Uh... I got up at one. Uh, when I even, but when I'm not drinking, I still I sleep till about eleven, anyways. Yeah, I want to get up and get into a good routine. Like I always feel better when I do. Same, but my thing is, what am I? I don't really have anything. What What, what am I gonna do when I get up? Like I'm gonna go. I could go to the gym. For, I guess. Because I do like taking Bill for walks, mm. but uh, it, it's been rainy recently, so I haven't really took him. No, see, I want to wake up, I want to meditate, I want to do yoga, I want to journal, I want to work out, and if I can get all that done before 10, then I feel like I still got my day, and it's like, oh shit, I really like... That's a lot to get done by 10. But I only do like, alright, working out, I'll run for 30 minutes, work out for like an hour. But like journal, I'll do 15 minutes. Mm. Yoga, now, I'll do 15 minutes. Is that also where you get your bits from or no? Not really. So the journaling it's more is just, just journaling. Yeah, it's literally just to like get my ideas out. I'm gotcha. so like in my head all the time that I need to like get my ideas out or I'm like afraid of what's going to come out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I you're to- better with yourself than I am with myself. I feel like you're like accepting of who you are. Yeah, I also just am not willing to do anything about it. <laughs> so clip it. <laughs> it's just like I've just accepted that like this is what I'm like. So <laughs> like it or leave it. <laughs> I probably should, but I'm like I'm gonna be that this type of person. Yeah. And, and I- which don't there is one thing. So I have been trying to write more. Like, as far as, like, jokes and stuff. But the thing is, when I try to sit down and write, it ends up just being ramblings. Like, like it's just a lot of, like, it's hard to find punchlines for me when I'm, like, writing. See, I find punchlines on stage. I, do, I have but a lot I, of I should write. I should too. write my bits out. I need to do more. I, I've been but getting see, better about it. All right, it. so I talk to a lot of rappers on this podcast, duh. And uh, I always ask them about their writing technique because I'm really interested in it, you know? Yeah. And most of them write in the booth. Like, they're not sitting at home during the day writing raps. Yeah. They go to the booth, they put on beats, and then they write to those beats. Right. And I think that is what comedians do. Like, I, of course, I try to make parallels between the two a lot because I love rap so much and I'm a comedian. But it's like, oh, the booth is our open mic right right like we just go to the open mics we test it out and the beat is the audience like we're working over the beat of whatever that audience is that night and then hopefully something does come from there that we can work on yeah i definitely uh have gotten more out of going and saying it in the moment and getting some getting shit in the joke in the moment but that That doesn't mean you shouldn't like rappers are also in the booth fucking eight hours a night you know what i mean so it's like yeah, I um, I definitely preferred. Uh, but also, oh, now I remember. I was trying to remember what I was going to say. Uh, I'm also, I'm sure you are too. But every day, all day, uh, I'm thinking about something, trying to think of a joke mm. or a story that I could tell, or like a way to tell it. And I'm constantly, uh, I'm in a very good uh, habit of 
any thoughts I have that might be a premise, I immediately put it in my phone. See, I'm not. That's something I need to be good at. Uh, dude, I'll do it. I'll drop everything to just shit. Put that, I'll get like down. real on the podcast with this shit where it's like. All right, so uh, everyone listening, I'm headlining Nick's Comedy Stop in Boston, April 28th and 29th. You can get your tickets. I just want to get that out of the way. But I have this. Thank you very much. And January 19th, I'm headlining Detroit House of Comedy. You can get the tickets Fuck below. Yeah. But I have these big headlining shows coming up, and I've been spending so much time. Like, when I started comedy, it was all comedy. I would hit 12 shows or 12. I would get on stage 12 times a week. Yeah. Now with the podcast, I can't do that. So it's like I it's so hard to find the balance of like pushing this podcast as far as it can go and also getting enough stage time. Right. Well, dude, so here's the thing that I recently came to came to the conclusion of like so up until about September, I was going I was hitting like three and four mics uh, almost every night, except for when I worked. So like I think at one point I was going up between like Anywhere from like eight to 12 times a week, open mics. And then in like September, I finally got booked on like nine or 10 shows and finally just felt really good about my comedy and actually got so many shows and some of them that were low pressure enough that I could mix in a new joke. And so I actually worked out a couple of brand new jokes in front of a good audience. Mm. So that was a huge fucking, that was so much cooler than hitting 12 open mics. Yeah. So then I kind of got in more of a habit, whereas now now I'm more selective with what mics I go to. It's like, is it really worth my time to go to this fucking open mic where there's like just two comics in the crowd and some drunk lady? Well, like, I think it's yes and no. Like, I, I, don't I tell that to myself. New. But if you also don't have anything going on that night, it's not going to be detrimental to you. Right. Like I'm just saying it, I felt better once I stopped getting mad at myself for not going up three times a night. No, I, I do feel that. But then on the other side of my brain, I'm like the, you know, the 10,000 hours thing where it's like, yeah. if I do that, it's just closer to the mastery. Because like when I started comedy, I would do all those. Shit. I bet. Like, right. All right. What's your worst experience on stage? Uh this isn't high noon. You can't just burp into the mic. That wasn't even a burp. <laughs> uh, I don't Check know. out high noon wherever you get podcasts. I don't know. Wor wor like worst bomb? Yeah, like anyone ever yell at you afterwards or have you ever like... Not really. Uh, no one's going to fuck with you. People want to fuck oh, with Oh, me. I got something that happened uh, while I was since being here. So you know that uh, that, that Jew joke I have? It's like, it's on my Instagram. So that was even early on that the one that I posted, it's even different now. But when I was working that out, I was at this open mic at this place called Lucky Duck. It's the one that's tonight actually, but uh, it's outside and uh, it's like, uh, like lunch table type seatings, picnic tables. And uh, I was working that joke out and there used to be a part at the end that I just completely got rid of just cause it never really hit. But I got this guy stormed, tried to storm the stage. So he like tried to fight me. Really? While I was on stage with the microphone. And then like <laughs> Chad and uh, another buddy of mine like stood in front of him. And we're like, no, you're, you're like back the fuck up, you know? And I went to give the mic back to the host. And the host goes, you got two minutes left. Finish. 
So, like, I just started talking shit to the dude that was trying to fight me, and he tried again to rush the stage, and it caused a huge thing. Really? Yeah, yeah. And I like all, that the host got, is like, they all got fuck kicked it. out. The host is like, if there's already a fire, we're well, going to throw gasoline dude, on and it. And once I started talking shit, I kept going, and then event, once they tried to fight me even more, uh, I was like, yep, that's probably good. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lit. Yeah. I uh, yeah. So that's probably the craziest thing I've had I've had happen. I've had cops threaten me after a show. Cops? Yeah. Why co- what was a cop even doing at the show? He was like off duty. Oh. And I did some joke about cops. Really? Yeah. What did he say? Was he, he like I'm a cop? He was like you better not uh keep drinking or someone might pull you over on the way home. What? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> Isn't did that- you, so did you go ahead? Did you quit? Did you stop and leave? I left pretty soon after yeah, that. Yeah, I would have yeah. too. Yeah, it was like one of those things where I was like... Uh, what a weird... Fu- hey, you better quit drinking. <laughs> Don't want to get pulled over. <laughs> I should have been like, thank you. That's great advice. <laughs> Do you, was, the, was the joke... Uh, was I mean, it, it was pretty towards him or just cops? No, it was, just, it was about how 80% of police are obese. Okay. So yeah, how else are hilarious. they? How else are they going to outrun a young unarmed black teen other than a bullet? Oh, <laughs> was, and he was like, "I don't like yeah, that." He did not like that one. <laughs> Damn, that's funny. Uh, and then uh, you know what's? I didn't really think about this, but uh, I guess, dude, we kind of did a lot of comedy in uh, VFWs and shit in Boston. Oh yeah, I, I didn't, really, really, know, I didn't did. really notice what that that was like a thing, bro. I realized that especially with the material I write because of like I like to write what I know, so a lot of it is like rap jokes and I don't know jokes that are pretty like you have to like a very specific style, right? So then I go to these shows, even in Austin, where I'm like, oh, like these jokes are too like. No one's going to understand them yeah, here, right, you know, right. or go to VFWs and you're like, oh, all these old people don't want to hear about like. Yeah. Uh, and then also people can, I, I remember uh, we were doing that one, one of the, fir- I'm good. Uh, I can already feel it making me slow. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this podcast is. I can never go back and watch my uh, clips because I'll every single, I'll be like, I was too high on that one. And then yeah. I'll go to the, I'll be like, all right, I'll just go to the next episode and cut a clip from that one. And I'll yeah. be like. I was too high on that one. And I'll be like, oh, shit, I'll go to the next episode. But the show's called Bucked Up. I got a comment once where it was like, the ho- on the DJ Lucas episode, uh, shout out DJ Lucas, The I got a comment where it was like, the host was too high for this <laughs> interview. And I'm like, it's called Bucked Up. Yeah. It's like yours is called High Noon. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Fuck. I sound like I'm fucking getting sick, don't I? I don't think so. Okay, good. It all is just the southern accent to me. <laughs> I feel like I sound like I, my fucking nose is stopped up. Now I'm all high and thinking about my voice. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to take the headphones off. <laughs> I do get that sometimes where the headphones are too much when yeah. you are stoned. Um, yeah. Uh, See, yeah. you can... I can... I can't party any other way than smoke, but no one's out smoking me. Yeah. Like, I real, I well, really... You'll smoke those bats by yourself. I'll smoke them back to back to back. Yeah. Like, I'll smoke an ounce in a night, and my, it's fine. My thing is, it's like, I know if I keep smoking, I'm just not going to even be able to, like... I'm not going to want to do anything either. Like, I'm not going to want to go to a fucking open mic. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't give a fuck. I'm just... I'll just like, deal with uh, the consequences of being that high. I think I told, I might've told you this. Uh, so I, I did the sober October, but <clears throat> just no drinking. Yeah. And then it still did everything like ketamine and smoking <laughs> <Yeah>. weed. 
This motherfucker, this motherfucker is like, I did sober October. I'm like, I'm so happy for you, bro. He's like, I smoked a little weed. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Like, I get it. He's like, I did ketamine. I was like, I don't think that. It counts. That's it, Austin it, it, sober. It was treating yeah. my depression. I was self-medicating. Um, but so, so for that month, uh, I had a few shows that month, and I did them obviously all just completely sober. And because I don't like to smoke and do shows, mm-hmm. it makes me nervous. So at the end of the month, or maybe in like no beginning of November, I had a show at Vulcan, and I was like, I was in the green room, and this guy was smoking a blunt, and I thought, you know what? I'm sober right now. I feel great. I hadn't even had a drink that day because I planned on going up sober. It's sober October. Like, Why would you have a drink no, that day? It was day? November. It was like oh, the beginning oh, of November. Oh, oh. And uh, and I was like, you know what? I could smoke. I thought you were about to be like, what? I drank on the weekends during October, October. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Weekend no, I, beers. I really don't white count. knuckled it and just smoked weed, but and did ketamine, but <laughs> but uh, no, I was and like, blow and fucking. No, I don't. No, do co- I don't no, cocaine fucking sucks now. Like in today's world, there's no good cocaine left. I've Unless never you know somebody. I've I guess. never done coke, and when I'm around it a lot, and whenever I'm around people who do coke, they offer it to me, and I go, "Oh no!" And they're like, "What?" I was like, "I've never either. done it." And then they're always like, "Don't ever do it." And I'm like, "That's the worst sales pitch yeah, for something." Well, it's because it sucks now. It's mostly just garbage. It makes you feel weird, and it could have fentanyl in it. Yeah, I've had but, some friends die. Rest in peace. I've had some friends die from that shit. Yeah, especially in Massachusetts. Yeah. But uh, so anyways, I thought, well, I'll smoke a little bit. I'll be, I'll be fine. And it was fine. I had a fine set. It was a good set and everything. But there was a couple, the crowd didn't notice, but I noticed I got lost a couple times mm. and was kind of like had a moment of panic where you forget what you're going to say. But then it, it came back. See, like. Before I even smoked weed, one of my favorite, literally all I would listen to was Doug Benson on repeat. Oh, yeah, he's great. And I didn't even like weed. I was, like, anti-weed. Like, gay. <laughs> I told you, I don't think I've told the story on the podcast, and I probably shouldn't, but I, I won't give details. But I had one family member call the cops on another family member while I was in the room for weed and get them arrested. That's so shitty. Yeah. You ever wake up and have one of those days that you just wish there was someone there to talk to or a way to just figure something out that you can't in your life? And unfortunately, life doesn't come with a user manual like that. But there are things to help you out, like BetterHelp. BetterHelp has therapists that are trained to help you figure out your challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills, which makes therapy the closest thing to a guided tour of the complex engine called you. BetterHelp has helped 3 million people with licensed therapists. It's convenient, secure, accessible anywhere, and 100% online. Everyone deserves to feel their best. BetterHelp makes it easier to get started. As the world's largest therapy service, they've matched millions of people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. All the benefits of in-person therapy, plus it's more convenient, more accessible, and more affordable. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. If things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It couldn't be simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. It's there, right for you, right there. So get unstuck with BetterHelp. 
Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash bucked up. That's betterhelp, E-H-E-L-P dot com slash bucked up, B-U-C-K-E-D-U-P. Make sure to get the help that you need with BetterHelp. Let's get back into it. Wait, so not you didn't call the cops. No. But someone in the family did. Yeah, on another family member. That's fucked and up. got them arrested. So I was like, That's oh, so shitty. We, yeah, and it's a it's a worse story when I go into details, but I don't really feel like, you know yeah, what I yeah. mean? Like, I don't want to out people. You don't want to out your Aunt Linda. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so I always was like, weed gets your family arrested. You know right. what I mean? Like, it's like you looked at it in a bad way. Literally. So I don't know why, but I just loved Doug Benson. I think because it was so like bad. You know I, what I, I mean? To, I really loved his podcast before the pandemic, the Doug Loves Movies. Oh yeah, because he would do it at a at a comedy club. Yeah, I saw him. I saw him do it live. He was the first. So like, yeah. So I would just listen to that. So I think that influences my comedy now. Same with Joey Diaz. Like before I smoked oh, weed, church all happening. I would listen to was Joey Diaz. So like it makes sense that I get really high and I tell crazy stories. Yeah, right. Uh, and people see Joey looks like he's crazy. No one, uh, no one thinks of the crazy stories. Like no one believes that I have crazy stories. Right, you know, right? Yeah, um, yeah. Because and you still, you still seem because you seem like someone that wouldn't really do like. Too wild of stuff. But I've, you know, I fucking. Yeah, we've gotten fucked up together. We've gotten fucked up, and I've also just been in some wild situations. Right. And have you ever been in any weird situations going into like the projects to do the podcast? Oh, all the time, bro. Yeah. Like, I won't. It's good that you're tall. Yeah. Like, I, I think won't that even. probably helps. I was, I, I won't give details on. Yes. And I'm always wearing rap clothes. So, I like, as soon as they hear my voice, I'm not scary. But if I'm just standing there. People usually won't fuck with me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're a big guy. Yeah. So, um, I was I brought a podcast guest over to another uh, a friend's studio, and I didn't know that they had beef. Oh, okay. So, like, wait did the did the friend you brought know you were going to no, a, a that guy's place? No, I just gave him an address. And was this in New York? Uh, yeah. Okay. And um, I won't give any more details of that. When you're but, in New York, are you driving? Yeah, uh-huh. How's that? Good. I don't like the... I mean, it's expensive, yeah, but I can usually parking. find parking, yeah. Uh, and you just pay it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so, I've gotten so many tickets that it's, like, annoying. Did those so. guys fight, though, when you got there? They almost pulled guns on each other. No shit. And then they both looked at me, and I think they just saw me be like... What like, the, oh, come on, guys! Literally, like, guys, don't shoot each other. Literally, and then they made up, and they're guys, now let's put the guns away, and they're now good now. Okay, but literally, like that was a moment where I was like, "Oh shit, these dudes could have a shootout because of me!" Like, damn, oh fuck. I've had yeah, I've had some crazy experiences um, doing Just that. Doing shit. that, yeah. But it's not even like that's what I go out to do. It's not like I even want. I just want to have a real conversation in a place that the person feels the most comfortable. Right. And most people feel comfortable in their homes. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Right. I don't need a studio because a lot of people feel uncomfortable in studios. Huh. That's why I like to pull. You see, I can fly with this anywhere. Right. And as long as I have an outlet, and I can do the. And, yeah, and you do it all yourself. You literally, don't I don't pull up or, with yeah. anybody. Like, that's what people like. That's why these, like, bigger rappers will fuck with me. 
because I'm not pulling up with a big crew right. and setting up a bunch of lights. Yeah, I'm, right. It's I'm literally this. Like the right. West Side Gun interview was on an iPhone. Was on an iPhone with no microphones. Like, right. do you people who just watch that are probably like, this guy doesn't know how to record a podcast. Yeah, right. He's just filming it. But with if his you phone. know, then like that's a that's a moment in history right there. Yeah. Yeah, because he's only done, like, what you said, like, 11 interviews? Yeah, like, less than 15 interviews. and That's um, cool as fuck. I'll, can I tell the story on this podcast? Because yeah. I've never told the story yeah, like, sure. on this one. Yeah, yet. it's cool as shit. I, we were just sit. the only time I've ever asked Westside Gunn to do the interview, who he's my favorite rapper of all time. He's the most, other than Joe Rogan, he's the most influential person to me gotcha. in my entire life. So I had asked him why, they let me do media on the tour. I got an artist pass on the Griselda tour, the last one. And the first day was in Chicago. And the only day I ever asked Westside to do the podcast was that day. And he said, I don't do interviews, but I see the work you're putting in. You're not there yet, but you're close. Fuck I'll yeah. do it when you're ready. So that was like six months ago. Fast forward to last week. Rome Streets is playing at Brighton Music Hall. Um, West wasn't even supposed to pull up. But he loves wrestling, and AEW was in the in Boston the night wrestling, before. Like fake wrestling, yeah, wrestling? Uh-huh. yeah like, like he loves it. Yeah, yeah. okay, <laughs> that's funny. So he, he was. And he actually like likes it. Unironic. Like he, he literally actually, flies to every city and goes to the shows. Oh, front that's so row. funny. All his merch are like wrestlers and shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, remind me of Chris Benoit after I tell the story. <sighs> okay. So, um, ugh, I just puked in my mouth a little <laughs> bit. I'm keeping that in the West Side story. <laughs> Tasted so gross. So West Side pulls up for Brighton Music Hall. We're all on stage, and then it's probably like the last two or three songs, four songs, so Rome is on stage alone. Like, we're not all crowding them. Yeah. So we're up in the green room, and West is probably sitting like 15 feet away from me. We're all having different conversations. And then out of the blue... He just goes, Sam, if you want to do the podcast, let's do it right now. Fuck yeah. Literally, we're not even talking out of the blue. He says that shit. I'm like, what the fuck? Right. Uh, And then I'm like, let me go grab my equipment. I had all this shit in the car. Yeah, right. And um, he goes, no, if you want to do it, we have to do it right now. Right. And so all I had was my iPhone on me, and I handed that to shout out Thousand Words, um, amazing photographer. I handed my phone to Thousand Words, and that's what happened. That's fucking cool as shit. It's crazy. Yeah. That's it's, that's cool, man. It's like, I, I, you should tell your story about Ryan Sickler, because those moments, yeah, just, just cool moments, you can't plan for the best moments in life. Right. Yeah, and like also it was like, was it weird for you to not have the mics? It was, but when I watched it back, that I'm really proud of that episode. Fuck I really, yeah. really am proud of it, and I, I think I did... I think I did the best that anyone could have done in that situation. Yeah, absolutely. With no mics, with nothing, with thirty people in the room. Right. At first, you there's you so can hear people they, talking. Uh, yeah, did they did, did people quiet down and let you do that? Yeah. So in the beginning, people were talking, but then they started hit, listening to what we were really talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, when you hear like a conversation, right? And you're like, oh shit, that's. And then by the end, everyone was just watching. Oh, that's cool as shit. And then it ends, it's only a 20-minute episode, it ends with Rome Streets getting off stage and walking into the green room, just getting off his first show of his first headlining tour ever. Fuck yeah. And the camera cuts to him, and he just got off stage, and it's just like a cool moment 
of time. Yeah, that's awesome, man. And it, and it all got filmed and worked out. You said you almost lost it, right? The- well, bro, I was. we went to the studio until 6 a.m. So the whole time I'm like, I can't listen to it. Right, like I don't know. It was I'm just hoping it's good, bro. Imagine if the audio's fucked up, if the video's fucked up, like, dude, anything. I still have PTSD from at the end of every episode. Like, whenever I, st- whenever we stop the recording, my, because f- I've I've done it where back in Boston, like me when me and Andrew were first figuring out the podcast and everything. There was one time we did a full episode. We were doing just me and him. It was a really good one. We were first getting in our stride. We were both like stoked about the episode. We got done and, uh, I didn't like rip it right away or whatever. I just sort of hit end on the recording and then turned off all the equipment. And then when I went back and saved it, I went back to listen and it was gone. Like the audio was there. Like the the thing, like it showed it was recorded. Yeah, but there was no uh, sound. That happened. I've lost five episodes. Everybody I've listening, lost two. I've lost five. I've lost Rick Hyde. I've lost Love Boat Luciano. I lost Knox Beats. I lost the B Day Lounge, and I lost and Justin you, Clancy. Do you know why you lost them? Like, was it something that you because did? before all I would use was OBS? I know this is a little like technically of yeah, people right, listening, right. but I'll, I'll t- tell it anyway. I use this program called OBS and it syncs the audio and the video up together and records it. So I don't need to do that shit. Yeah. Before I would just be like, that's good. But what would happen is the cord would get loose or like something and yeah. it would just record the video, but it would disconnect to my soundboard that you guys okay. can see right here. But now I'm an idiot. I bought a 130-hour micro USB for this thing. I just never hit record before. I never backed up the audio. Oh, I didn't I see, think I, I needed to. So right to. now you're recording directly to the I'm soundboard? Record. Yes. So if I lose audio on this, I have the audio on here. Oh, okay. And I just and never did that before. you link it up before. with the video. Yeah. That's cool. That's a nice soundboard. I though. don't know what I'm doing. Like, I'm just dude, I figuring say, this out. I always like, say this, dude. It's, like, amazing that I even have a podcast. And like, and I'll, I was doing audio only for 70-something episodes and then got linked up with Nick Corey. Yeah. You know, shout out, Nick. Fucking doing an awesome job. But, uh, and now it's great. Yeah, like, how did... So talk about, like, restarting High Noon. So I didn't even really... It's not even... I didn't even really restart. I've been doing it this whole time. It's just been just me doing it. I would have people over and it would just be no video. So, and, and then I had someone on and they were like, wait, you're not filming it? And I was like, no, but I mean, it's like, cause I was also, it's like when you're doing audio only, it's really more for the love of it. Like, it's just yeah. fun. It's just to learn how to talk. Exactly. And I think it's cool. I think it's good that I did 70 something episodes before we started taking it serious and filming. Cause now it, it's a legit podcast now. It looks like, it so looks, good. Dude, yeah. He, it's got three, he has three different camera angles and, and it's hilarious. It's so much fun. It was so cool seeing because I know how other... It was really cool seeing someone recognize you last night for your podcast oh, and yeah, say was, how funny yeah, it was. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, that was very... That was cool. And uh, I hope that... I really... Because, dude, the, 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 having the video and you get to do clips and shit, it's a game changer as far as getting it out there. That's what I tell anybody. That's why... What do you think? I have one... This is the worst setup to record ever, but I do it just so I have video. Right. Like, I don't care. It's one camera. Mm -hmm. It's one camera. It's one webcam. It's not a nice camera. 
Like, I just do it so I could have video. Just do video for... It doesn't matter do what think, it looks... Uh, do you plan on... Would you ever get... Would you ever film it in a different way? So, what my grand scheme would be is to have a studio in New York, which and, but, I... And everyone listening... There, right? Yeah. I, well, I live on the road. So, yeah, I have a place there, but... I feel like you could rent, like, you could probably, like, get a loft or a, That's a what studio I, yeah. and then have have the studio just in their room that you live in. That's what I want to do, but I just, I need to make more money for that right now. Right, right. So I want to have a studio without where people to, can. a day job. Yeah. Like, before, I had a Too Much Content studio. I'll give them the right. shout out. Um, and people would come over there, and that was great. So I want something like that again. Where I can also go on the, like what I did before, I also went on the road, but I do have like a home base. Right. Because like, it's so funny. People will be like, I'll pull up to Massachusetts on you. Like, oh, we can do the podcast at your place. I was like, cool, show up to my mom's apartment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, have these big people you've, show. You've done uh, some episodes at your mom's table. Yeah, I've had some, yeah, I've had, I remember, my mom's the coolest and most supportive. The first time I ever did it. I was like, so I'm going to have a guest record over here tomorrow. And she's like, oh, that's cool. Like, we started talking. I was like, yeah, he just got out of prison, like, last yeah. week. <laughs> like, he's this dope-ass rapper. Right. And she was just like, you could see her, like, open her eyes and then she's just like, be well, like. Let me, let me uh, and then clean she's like, some stuff up around the house. <laughs> But then she's like, no, that's not. She's always supportive. Yeah. And uh, didn't, you, didn't you say uh, when you were, like, a teenager and maybe, I think you might have said you first started uh, listening to rap. Or something, and your grandma found a hoodie. Oh my god! Like a, yeah, okay. <laughs> I had a hoodie that said "fuck that's del-. you know you know the show "fuck that's delicious." Uh, oh, oh uh, action, action Bronsons. Bronsons. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So my mom bought me a "fuck that's delicious" hoodie because we used to watch that show, and my grandma found it and literally wrote me a letter on why I shouldn't wear it and saying that she would buy it back from me so she could throw it out. <laughs> Did you let her buy it back? She printed the letter and then signed it by oh hand. Oh my god, dude! You know what's funny? I have a similar thing that's it's kind of funny. So when I was in jail, when I when I was in my when I was like twenty, and I got that my like final like when I got arrested and everything, I had to like fix my life or whatever. Yeah. I think we, we probably actually talked about that on the first episode. I we was were on. tripping by the end but, of it. I yeah. don't remember anything we talked but, about. So uh, I was in jail, though, and my grandma wrote me a uh, a letter that was basically like, basically telling me what I was doing wrong in life. And it's like, oh, thanks for doing that while I was already in jail. <laughs> like, and making me feel more bad. <laughs> like, I already... She's not even bailing you like, out. No, <laughs> you're just like sending me a letter telling me how shitty I am. It's like... Thanks. I'm really happy to have gotten that letter. That does show how different we view things in childhood. Is like I'm like my grandma wrote me a letter over a sweatshirt. You're like my grandma wrote me when I went to jail. Yeah. <laughs> For real, yeah. And uh, I remember, I just remember being like, why would you write that? <laughs> this might be ignorant, but I you grew up in Arkansas, right? Yeah. I feel like that's like like my. Um, what I imagine Arkansas to be is probably not what it's like. Or it is exactly what you think. <laughs> uh, I grew up in a small town. There's a dry county. Like when I was growing up, uh, there were no really like, so now there's like, like anywhere you go to a restaurant and there's like a bar or like they serve alcohol, but that didn't come up until about 2014. Really? Yeah. That's fucking why. Yeah. Because the churches in my hometown would buy all the liquor licenses. 
so that no so no one could have so they them. could get fucked up at church no just so that no one like if if yeah just so if no one could have them yeah it was they just didn't want it in the town that's crazy and then i i believe one year we got a new mayor and he like switched up the the date of when you could file to get the 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 licenses and all of a sudden in like 2014 or 15 now now every restaurant has did alcohol. you grow up religious there i went i grew up going to church until i was probably like could drive. Do you think that's why you like drinking now? Is what because I gr- didn't grow up with it? Yeah. No, because we still drink. Like you just, it was always a thing. Like we're going to Blackwell. That was the town over that you would go to. Okay, it's about thirty minutes. The reason I ask is like the reason I smoke so much weed is probably because of my reaction to weed younger. Yeah, I mean, I started smoking weed at fifteen. So that was like there, like if you got caught drinking or smoking, or, it was. So when I started smoking weed, it was still like, oh, he, you, these dope smokers, these filthy dope smokers. <laughs> and like it was still very much, you got to hide. Yeah. You know, like, you, oh, and, or like we would ride dirt bikes. We would like get on, get on the dirt bikes and ride out in the middle of a field and smoke. And then you just get high and ride your dirt bike. That sounds fun. Yeah, that was a blast. Uh, cause it's that, so from the time are there like tumbleweeds going through town no. and it's like no. old Western shit? No. All right. No. Um, and then like Little Rock was about an hour away and then Fayetteville was about two and a half hours. So the Little t- Rock was easy to go to. And, and when I lived there in 2016 with Carrie, we would go to Little Rock all the time cause it was only an hour away and it was like, there was concerts and like okay. shit to do. A dry town is wild. Yeah. Yeah, but like now they like have restaurants that serve alcohol and shit. Yeah, They're, you just can't go to a gas. I wonder station how and that beer. affects the people of the town. I don't know because, dude, for the past couple of years, there's been like a uh, they're trying to bring a, cas- a casino to town, and there's a lot of people who are like, it's gonna ruin the town because, <laughs> like, imagine all the people who all these like uh, minimum wage, just sh- sort of shit job. Uh, People that live there yeah. who are going to go and wet, spend there's more their whole mechanics pay- and cars. They're the going to go spend their whole paycheck on you know gambling because they're like I'm going to get that one you know I'm going to try and then also imagine the DWIs that they're going to be handing out. Oh, because it's oh, a small town. Yeah. Like, that's they, what I mean. How it affects the town is people don't know how to handle drinking. I think, it's and then gonna, they just get drinking and they're like, it's, Woo! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, it's a Tuesday. I gotta go to work we're gonna, tomorrow. We're going to the casino now. <laughs> <laughs> you just gamble your car away at the casino. Yeah. I'm walking <laughs> home tonight, baby. Dude, dude, but for real, because I, my theory, I, this is a true theory that I have because we don't have uber like i i truly believe that they're going to be just getting dwis left and right if that casino opens yeah not to mention all the people who are gonna because dude we have scratch offs like we have the arkansas lottery mm-hmm. so like you you know or you know scratchies the fucking scratchies. i know what scratch offs yeah. are <laughs> but like those just now came to my town maybe oh, people are addicted dude, in bro. like 2000 i want to say it was right when i was graduating there's no tumbleweeds school. going through town it's just scratchies rolling oh, down dude. the street and I, I remember when we first got those i think i was a senior in high school or had just graduated it might have been 2010 and i remember when scratchies came to town I just remember it was on. Everybody started doing the lottery. People I, are gambling guy, addicts. Dude, I knew. I worked with a guy. I was a welder for eleven years. And <laughs> hey, I gotta shake your hand uh, that you're not doing it anymore. Oh, dude, I'm so glad I'm not fucking doing that shit. 
But uh, but no, I remember I worked with a guy who was uh, this just like overweight, just like kind of like sad guy. He was like an alcoholic. And every week he would have to get advances on his paycheck because he would spend all of his paycheck on scratch offs. That's like if you go to a casino. Like I dated a girl whose dad was a professional gambler. Yeah, was he good or was he? he a, was, no, he was. He was good. Okay, he was good. But I would. So we would get free rooms in casinos and shit. You wow, know, dude. I feel like I remember this. What, yeah. Was this like just a few years ago? Yeah. Uh huh. <sighs> so I again, this isn't high noon. Oh, I'm just kidding. He like he'll fart into the mic on his <laughs> podcast. <laughs> He have, he'll have a, if there's a female guest, which he usually doesn't have, they'll queef uh, on the mic. I just had a, I just had a female guest. So Shout there won't Kat be Swagger. another one for three years. <laughs> I, I still, I got to get a black on. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> I got, I got, I've had, but we, I've had I'm, no, 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 we're going stuff. to the casino. I would go to these casinos. I'm, I'm helping you out. My God. I like rap. <laughs> we would go to the casino and I'd see all these old people with the oxygen tanks. Oh yeah. And they're still smoking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, and I could just see their grandkids malnourished, like yeah. like at home in some room. Like, uh, dude, it's so sad though. Like, yeah, and I mean, gambling addiction is I'll, a real I'll, thing. I almost just shit my pants. <laughs> you didn't because he didn't react. I'm if, still letting it out a little. If you had shit your pants, Bill would have been freaking out right now. Dude, when he does smell it, he he goes in more. <laughs> You're a dirty dog, <laughs> dude. Sometimes, so if sometimes if he's like this or in my lap, if I fart, but it's like a, a loud one that like vibrates, his ears will perk up, and he just he always <laughs> he goes he's like, "What was that?" He always sniffs it. You know, he's a fart sniffer. Do they have uh, like DraftKings and shit here? Uh, FanDuel and all I don't that know, shit. But we have a friend. I won't say his name, but who loves gambling? On bro, my the, friend, dude, yeah. and, and he said that uh, he couldn't get the app to work in Massachusetts. Yeah, because so it's he illegal. Said he would drive to the New Hampshire uh, state line. Oh yeah, my and friend would just does sit that. Sit in a parking <laughs> lot and make bets because his. <laughs> Hey, so, you're an addict. Dude, you're like, an addict. Like, it, like, it's very funny. It's hilarious. Like, but, I used to do that with Pokemon like, Go. <laughs> why, what? Remember Pokemon Go? Yeah, but I didn't never. I like, would, like, drive around to places to just sit there to catch Pokemon. Yeah, but, dude, I just, like, the thought of someone that's, like, I gotta, I gotta go place this bet. So I'll be back in two hours. I'm going to go to New Hampshire and <laughs> sit in a parking lot. And lose so, money. And, just the thought of that to me is insane. I lost a hundred dollars on a slot machine once, and I literally almost—I oh. almost caused the scene. Dude, uh, <laughs> literally, I had to guy to leave because I was like, "Ah, it's hundred dollars. Who dude, gives a? F I'll smoke a hundred dollars in a night." But dude, I'm like, speaking ah. of speaking of losing a hundred dollars, the other night, uh, Monday night, when we did the we did the podcast, and then you went to kill Tony, and uh, I got home. And then I, t I don't know if I told you about this. Oh, yes. This is funny. So I get, so first of all, I go to Vulcan, which I'm an employee there. I shouldn't have been in. I was way too drunk to, to be in there. 
thank God I didn't get pulled up, pulled out of the bucket while, oh, while yeah. I was in there. I had no business being there, so I'm not upset about this. But a door guy, friend, fellow comic, door guy came up and was like, hey. And by the way, I wasn't doing anything wrong. Like, I was just sitting alone at a table, just drunk. Jerking off, though. Yeah, I had my dick out. <laughs> but no, he came over and was like, hey, bud, you're not being kicked out, but like, you're probably too fucked up to be here. And I immediately, I go, you're right. I'm going to go home. So I get an Uber. I come home. Chad said that I stumbled in the door and that he goes, and by the way, I don't have any memory of any of this. And so I, I don't even, I'm not even certain I got an Uber. I'm, I don't, I don't even know how I got back. And I walked in hey, and Chad. For all intents and purposes, you got an Uber. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, but I will say, I know I didn't drive. I didn't drive. And I walk in and Chad goes, uh, what are you doing back so early, bud? And he said that I just, I'm on my way to my room, undressing, taking my shirt off. And I just go, too drunk to be in public. <laughs> and he said that I took my shirt off, my pants were around my ankles, and that I sat down on the bed and passed out backwards. And he said he walked in and just saw me with my pants down and my shirt was like half off. And he said I leaned up and was like, what? You don't want to see it? <laughs> And then, and then he said that I came in here and he said I was trying to order Domino's and then I go, can you come help me? I don't, it's not taking my card. And he said that I was trying to put my credit card into the gift card spot on the website. And then to top it all off, dude, this is, I'm, this is what I'm so mad. I'm still mad. I ordered $112 worth of Domino's. And it wasn't even flavors that I would eat. Like, I still got two pizzas in there that I don't want. Dude, were you just adding things? I, the- I must have just been looking through it. Because, dude, I only wanted pepperoni. And I got these weird specialty ones that I would, they have onions on them. Like, <laughs> I would never in a million years have ordered that pizza. So you were just, like, scrolling, adding I'm, shit by I'm, accident. Must yeah. have. Must have. And for $112 later, I got five pizzas and pasta. In here, I only ate the pepperoni. I hate spending too much money on food that you I'm don't. I'm still want. mad about it. Yeah, I'm still mad about like, that. Like fuck Terry Blacks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. Yeah, you went to Terry Blacks. Not impressed. She's not impressed at all. Hey, that shout out Styles. It, I Styles, think Styles is better. Styles is fire. Styles if you're in Austin good. and you want barbecue, go to Styles, not Terry Blacks. <laughs> He's Terry, not wrong. Terry Blacks, bro. Th- I wanted a beef rib, so they're like, we can. They're uh, he, they're like they're pretty expensive, and I'm like, all right, I'm not a bitch. Like, okay, I can afford yeah. a beef rib. Dude, wait, so it's almost like someone went. You don't look like you could afford it, bro. My outfit. I got Versace glasses on. I got brand new Yeezys on. This Versace. T-shirt. There's you can't only even a, spell Versace. There's, there's fucking two hundred of these T-shirts made. I'm fucking mad as hell. I don't like getting called out for that shit. Cause like, what, I, is that a bucked up shirt? No, no, it's a it's hey, a West what, Side Gun shirt. Since you're like wide and tall, do you have to get special size shirts? I wear a three X shirt and tall. And do you know what my pants size is? Wait, so you wear a 3X in a shirt? And a 46 waist. Holy shit! Bro, I'm a 46 waist. What's length for pants? 34. Okay, that is, I would have thought it would have been longer. Maybe 36, but... But 46, you said? Yeah. Wow! Isn't that got crazy? I got a dumper. Bro, bi girls love me, I know, bro. You told me oh, that. I we're late enough in the podcast. Oh man, you've never had a girl eat your ass. I wouldn't ever put, wish that on anybody. 
Like, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't even do that to someone I didn't like. You know what a mess it is? Dude, it's a nightmare down there. After you wade through the forest of hair and you get to the eye of the storm, the volcano that is my hemorrhoided ass. You know, you know, you know, you know, dude, I told you, call them red rocks. Let's start calling my hemorrhoids red rocks. <laughs> That's so nasty. Dude, I named, I have two buttholes. His I, butthole has a clip. Dude, it has a flap. It has a flap where the other one deflated. And dude, farts come out of it. It's crazy. It feels weird. It sounds, it sounds like a duck quacking. Dude, I, like, I, I, I actually, they go more, they more like quack. They're like, quack, like, quack. They're like, quack. <laughs> and they feel weird. They kind of like, <laughs> like, it's weird. You like it a little it's bit. It's kind of funny, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I should, oh, I think it's an anal fissure. <laughs> it's the real word for it. <laughs> anal fissure just made me laugh. Because no, it sounds it, like someone who could win an Academy Award. <laughs> anal fissure? And the Academy Award for Best Director goes to <laughs> Anal Fisher. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> hello, hello, Mr. Fisher. That's anal Fisher to you. It's pronounced Anel. It's Anel Fisher. Anel Fisher. <laughs> She's my favorite actress. I had a girl blow me once, and then out of nowhere, she just pushes up my legs and starts eating my ass. And then we finish, and she goes. You like getting your die die changed? Oh God, dude! Did you <laughs> did you laugh? I did laugh because yeah. it is funny, yeah. but I did not like getting my die die changed. Uh, but yeah, dude, I would never ask a girl to do that to me. I didn't ask. I would have to have stopped. I'd be like, you don't trust me. You I shave my asshole though. Why? For cleanliness. Doesn't it get, it's like prickly if you don't keep up with it? No. You're just not hairy enough. No, my hair is, I got soft hair. I, I, dude, I'm hairy as shit. Yeah, you pulled up your shirt earlier. <laughs> you're fucking. <laughs> Wait. Show the people. See? Uh, you're not near as hairy. <laughs> that should be the episode picture. <laughs> it's got like a mane in the middle. Yeah, and you got dreadlocks. That's it's from sweating. Oh, you went to the gym. Yeah. <sighs> well, that's good stuff. This is fun as hell. I'm really happy we did this. Yeah, me too, bud. I'm glad to be on. This is the first comedy pie like comedian I've had on the podcast in a minute, and I thank you because like I miss miss this. Oh, yeah, man. absolutely. And I missed dude. you, man. Like, yeah, same. Same. It's weird. I miss Boston. I miss all you guys. It's weird. I love when someone visits from Boston. It's my favorite thing. It's weird. Um, like, we used to hang out all the time. I would just come over here. It's weird, like, having such a good friend like that. And then, like, of course you had to move away for real reasons. Right. Like, what? But then it's like, oh, damn. I never, like... Get to, like, I miss those times, yeah. you know? Dude, so many fun nights just hanging out in the backyard. Literally. Smoking just doing mushrooms. Of weed and doing mushrooms. Oh, man. Right before we started, I was going to say we should have ate, eaten a mushroom capsule. <laughs> no, I, got, I want to enjoy tonight. Oh, that's right. You're going to go see Rogan? Yeah. I bet you Stavros him. is still here. I, I, I hope so. Uh, I might pop in just for the openers and just check it out. Yeah. But yeah, um, Rogan, I'm seeing Rogan and friends tonight. Uh, I went last week and saw it was uh, either last week or the week before whenever they recorded the new Protect Our Parks. But uh, I got to see Mark Norman went up. 
Ari Shafir, and then Shane Gillis. Who do you consider your comedy most like? Oof. Uh, I mean, it kind of sounds weird when you pick it because you're like, obviously, I'm nowhere near uh, as good as the ones that I would like to no, think. No, 100%. But, and I'm not trying to say I am by any means. I still have years and years to go. But the, I would say, I'd rather say it as the ones who I look up to or who I would like to be most like or or influenced me, I would say. Uh, definitely, I'd like to be a dirtier Nate Bargatze meets like Theo Vaughn. Okay. See, I would use the ones that inspire me, but the comedians that inspire me, I don't know if I'm much like. True. Like, yeah, I, love like I love Norm MacDonald, but I'm nothing like him. Yeah, like, I, Bert is one of my favorite comedians. Yeah, I, I love I like Bert. Bert, too. I, he's but been I wouldn't know if me he's, on podcasts lately. <laughs> I don't really listen to podcasts, <laughs> but like... I don't really, I didn't grow up listening to Burt Kreischer, you know what I mean? But I oh, feel I like Tom my Sugar style too. is a lot like Burt Kreischer's. Gotcha. Yeah, I uh, I definitely am a huge Burt fan, love the storytelling. But uh, I just really like, dude, Nate Bargatze is just, I mean, dude, when I first saw his special, The Tennessee Kid, when it came out, I didn't know who he was. Uh, it was like, I had just started doing stand-up, I think. It was like 2018. And, uh... I remember I was watching that back in Boston and like 30 minutes in, I I just, I was like, is he clean? Like he was so good that it didn't even dawn on me that he was being clean. Yeah. Like he's that good. Yeah. That he murders as a clean, like he's not necessarily a Christian comic, but like he does have a Christian following, you know? Yeah. I think he he is Catholic, right? No, no. He's like, he would be like a bat, like, Methodist or Baptist or whatever, oh, Southern, you know, I don't know, the Southern white church, you know, that's what, that's how, yeah, I guarantee he's Pentecostal or Baptist or something. <laughs> yeah. The boring whites. I never, yeah. I only went to church as a kid because my dad started. Were you Catholic? No. Uh, yeah. You know what I've been trying to, I've been, uh, not to like run a, run a bit on you, but I, just the idea of this, cause I had this guy walked up. This is, tell me if you agree with this. I hate foreign whites. <laughs> like, there, there's nothing worse than when a white guy comes up to you and starts it. Do you know how to make the Uber work? <laughs> it's like, oh my God. Go back to your country. Take your gleba glob and globin ass over there. <laughs> Take your wooden shoes, your midsomar ass, and get the fuck <laughs> out of here. Like, <laughs> dude, I hate a southern, I mean, a foreign white. I hate a southern white. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like like it's okay to be racist towards foreign whites. I think we should be able to make fun. It's not really racist. Yeah. They're just, they're white and blonde haired, blue eyes. And they got that. I like Europe and I want to tour in Europe in the future. So I do not agree with this. See, if I was over there, I wouldn't expect them to speak English. And they would probably hate you. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Especially when, this, <laughs> now, when they see this. Mason in Europe would be like. Dude, but for real, you don't get annoyed by foreign whites? No, I grew up. I went to an international high school. Oh, okay. Well, see, here's the thing. When I see like a, a Latino person, I don't get upset when they don't speak English. I just go, well, I expected that. <laughs> but if it's a white guy 
and he's all glee and glob and glob and I'm like oh god you're not you're losing me on the point <laughs> you're going you're going in the opposite direction that you want <laughs> so maybe I still I still gotta work on it I guess if maybe you I'm, want other bits like that it. listen to High Noon <laughs> <laughs> please subscribe to the YouTube channel the High Noon Podcast where can people find your other shit Instagram uh, for the pot for a high noon. It's a high noon underscore pod. And then uh, mine is Mason Smith comedian on Instagram. Uh, and then also uh, my audio episodes are available on like Spotify. I was uh, on one of them. Yeah. You're you're an early one. Yeah. I have to look. You're early. Yours is audio only. Just Google Sandbuck high noon. Anyways, yeah, that one will be that one's there. But check out the one that we just did where it's filmed. Oh yeah, that was so that much fun. Yeah, and, and well, by the and time God, this is out, that'll probably be out, right? So that yeah, that one will be next week. Oh, perfect. So it'll right coincide on. Are the you same still time. doing? Do you still put out two a week? I usually do, but the, like the, this last week, I only did one. And I you, just did West Side Gun. And you do all of them yourself, right? Like you put them out. Yeah, I mean Shamil. Uh, Shamil, shout out Shamil Kumar. You can find him at Shamil underscore Shamil on Instagram. He does all the like, he puts the graphics on it. Okay. He does all that. Like I have, I'm sponsored by better help. If you want 10% off better help, use code bucked up. Um, Fuck yeah. like he'll put the ad on it and everything. How many, uh, Oh, I'll ask you, we can, I'll ask you that off air. I going to ask you ins and outs of that. But that's not good content. Oh, oh yeah. No, I'm not going to talk about contracts. On, <laughs> uh, but no, um, everyone find Mason shit. Hilarious. One of my favorite people. I'm so happy he's back on. You can see me headline Detroit House of Comedy January 19th. Next Comedy Stop April 28th and 29th. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, yeah. Follow me on Instagram. See what's going on. Uh, thanks for having me on, dude. This was really fun. I'm this glad we did it fun. while you were here. Me too. Got to do High Noon and Bucked Up. Literally, this is the only pod. Only, I've done like five other podcasts, but this is the only Bucked Up podcast I've done Fuck in yeah. Austin. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to be the one. <laughs> Peace out, everyone. <laughs> Say bye, Bill. Bye, Bill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, hey.